just I like this. It's not wrinkled yet. Well, host. Yep, this is a uh, basically a panel for. Why are we here? Building an audience. Um, and whatever else people want to talk about, but mostly that. I so refer Greg, my time already, to Travis. It's day two, and you've already given up, Greg. Yep. <laughs> it was day one last night. You, you already gave up. <laughs> See, I came in. I was super excited. I was gonna like try to lift an eyebrow and go. Finally, Travis has come to Sierra Nova Con. Like I was super excited because I missed yesterday and nothing. You missed the best panel, and that was the Kyron Silva panel. <laughs> what did he do? He didn't show up, so didn't I show took up. over. And then basically I told everybody, hey, why don't you just give me money out of spite so I can message him and tell him all the fucking money I made because he didn't show up, which it turns out was 70 bucks. Nice. <laughs> You're welcome for part of that. <laughs> Thank you, Omi. <laughs> What's up, Trish? Hey. Hey, Darren. Yeah, so uh, let me share this. I'm pretty sure everybody knows who everybody is, but yeah, let's introduce ourselves. <laughs> Travis can go God, first. We gotta sit through this crap again. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Travis. Hi, my name is Travis Gibb, uh, and I'm an alcoholic. Uh, oh. um, two days since my last confession. Uh, Hi, and I'm Travis. Wait, wait. Oh, this isn't how it works. Is this is the wrong meeting. <laughs> I'm Travis Skip. I do comics. I create, uh, you know, Breakdown. I create uh, Voodoo Nations. I create Parallels. I used to create The Advocator. That's not a thing anymore. Uh, I created a big thing called Cthulhu Invades Oz. I don't know. I create things. Comics. Some people buy them. <laughs> used to be married to one lady, but now I'm married to someone else. Why don't we talk about all the things you don't do anymore? <laughs> the I mean, all right, right, if you want to. <laughs> That'll fill an hour, I'll tell you that. <laughs> See, we're having fun already. It's all right. Uh, this is how you build an audience. Entertain, <laughs> motherfuckers. Entertain. All right, guys. I'm J.R. Harris, also known as Josh. I'm a comic book illustrator and freelance artist from Flint, Michigan. And uh, I do a whole bunch of sci-fi, paranormal, mystery, whatever you want to call it. I do everything under the sun. Comic books. Wait, hold on. I have more questions about water over there. Like, there's tons <laughs> of water questions about Flint. Like, through this, let's figure out. See, that's why I, I think I he's refrain. pretty tired of that. I refrain from mentioning it because that's always the first one. I'm like, how's yeah. the water? It's, it's great. Thanks. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> delicious. It's wonderful. <laughs> In the bottle form. Yeah, exactly. I love it how many rich people have come and said, I'm going to fix this problem, and then left you and abandoned you. <laughs> yes, that's happened a number of times. <laughs> yeah, they bring bottles of water, like two cases, and they're like, that's Fixed enough. Fixed it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Band aid on a problem. Oh, better. You guys right, know how so... to boil water, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we give you fire. Uh, hey, sorry, guys. What's up? I'm Chuck Pino. Definitely not from Flint, Michigan, because I can gladly drink water. Um, that was terrible. Holy that shit. Was, that was, it was pretty bad. It was bad. No, okay. Awkward. 
I'm Chuck Pino. I'm a freelance writer and editor for comics and soon-to-be novels. I'm a creator of such products as Welcome to the Void, Belial, which Belial 2 just finished up on Kickstarter, and Essence House, the audio drama turned novel, which is on Kickstarter now for only 49 more hours. And on to you, Aaron. Hey guys, I'm uh, Aaron. I co-own Cattle's Comics Studio, and Chuck and Travis don't work for me. Over to you, Matt. Uh, I'm the other part of that, and same. Chuck and Travis you don't do work not for work Aaron. For... <laughs> no, Chuck. No, he works with Aaron. I work uh, with Co. Man, Co you think with our Kickstarter numbers, they'd want us to work for him? Matt, we nailed it. We nailed it, Matt. No, we nailed it. Nasty. Awesome. How'd... That twenty-five K <clears throat> would help a lot. Hey, mm -hmm. Katrina. Hey, Katrina. Hey, she guys. doesn't work for us either. You work. You have to switch your name. Uh, work for Catalyst. My, my work's <laughs> on there. I do drink water. <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm drinking a Kit Kat drink called Night Rider. It's got a little cat on it. Oh, Ooh. that's cute. Nice. It's very, it's very cool looking. <laughs> so, building an audience. Yeah. yeah. Where do you, where do you, where do you start with something like that? Um. I, well, I mean, it's a big one. <laughs> First off, I would say, see, they don't to... work for us, but they know about us, so we've already built an audience. <laughs> we've already <laughs> got it. Yeah. We're rent free, right up here, man. Yeah. Rent free. Channel over. Yep. That's right. <laughs> um. Well, but you know what? That is true. Getting your name out there, like at least having people recognize that you have a brand. So having a brand, first off, is important because you need something that the audience can attach themselves to and understand. So I think just having a brand and, and and some sort of recognition, something, whether it's a logo or an idea, a product, whatever, that is definitely the first start to eventually building um, some sort of audience. Yeah. Right. And not being afraid to go local, I think is a big thing for me. Um, I mean, obviously right now it's kind of rough, but, kind of just a general rule of thumb is like your friends and family if if they are there and if they're interested in helping i mean they're it's a great start to go from there and then their friends and their family and so on and so forth and 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 you having a having a brand and showing them that you know that's you already have an audience so yeah. what you're saying is you start at the top and then if they get two friends and then get two more friends. <laughs> Look, man, that's my pyramid scheme. No, it's not a pyramid scheme, man. So you don't want to sell them the, the water filter. You want to sell them the license to sell water filters. <laughs> so then you get a cut of every license they sell and yeah. the water filters that they sell. And it is, not, it is not a pyramid. It's half a diamond. And diamonds right. are the strongest <laughs> things on the planet. So forever, it's man. fine. Yeah. And apparently diamonds are important in comics. Oh, they are. Oh, look at that. Bring it back. <laughs> wow. Brand wow. oh, recognition. So you have a podcast or something? <laughs> I just had a discussion with somebody the other day, and I asked him who his target audience was. So that's the first thing is knowing your target audience. Travis, yeah. you said oh. you were going to keep this between us. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mention your name yet. <laughs> um, we'll call him Baron. Baron. Flowin, um, yes. uh, Nora Newwood, A A Rod, A A Rod. Yes. <laughs> um, 
<clears throat> know you know who you're targeting because trying to find that after the fact is really hard. So this guy realized, you know, once talking to me, he's like, so I think my audience is furries. And I was like, oh, do you want your audience to be furries? No, but it's that or stoners. So I was like, well, are, is that the kind of comic that you want to cater to? And he's like, Aren't no. Aren't those the same? <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking, you know, why not both? But why right, limit yourself? Right? Yeah. You're, the way you're, Kat, where you're sitting and the color of the background, I know I know if you're in your house, but it looks like a hotel wall. Like you're leaning against a hotel at a company. Yeah, that thing like right above her kind of looks like the the uh, the fire alarm, you know. Yeah. Like hotel. <laughs> my house my house is looking way fancy tonight. <laughs> but you know, finding your audience and then then hitting that audience hard and joining that audience's community, right? So uh, you know, when we were doing Cthulhu Vades Oz, I was in all the Wizard of Oz communities, all the I'll let Chuck answer that to, to kind of figure that out. <laughs> Chuck and I do, I'll tell you that, Mike. I'll tell you that. (laughs) They do tilt and they do is is Paradigm one of yours? Yeah, yeah. Paradigm and they do Welcome to Everville. They're gonna do Bard's Tale, which I'm sitting around waiting for, very excited. Um, So everybody, so are we. They've they've got a bunch, and I'm not I don't mean that in any way. I really just am very excited. But Mm. they have a bunch of books, they're definitely worth checking out. They have a whole big world that they're willing to uh, that they're that they're kind of setting up and whatnot, (laughs) especially with their superhero Mm. stuff. Um, and that speaks to their brand. They very much have kind of figured out what they want to do and, and sort of who they're aiming at. And so even where their audience is concerned and stuff, they very much know that. And again, like, like Travis was talking about, that's something that's really important and, and something that you really kind of need to figure out for yourself. That's an ambiguous post on, on right there. Mm. Uh, thank you for the kind words, Chuck. But yes, uh, a lot of people, just, they, they might know. How Catalyst. dedicated are you, Chuck? Yeah, exactly. What uh, kind of stuff were you showing? Besides the hot sauce that went up your nose. Yeah, well, twice. It, I, I ended up having to do it a second time. <laughs> a second time? Oh, wow. Because yeah. <laughs> once was not enough. The second just, time was both nostrils, actually. We just get yeah. other people to do it for us. <laughs> Thanks for that, Greg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that burned. I, I totally am not losing my voice because of this. It's just from the hot sauce. Like, <laughs> I, I do want to take a second, real quick, to say, Travis, even though we are always fighting for some reason, congratulations on that yeah, Kickstarter man. because that was yeah. that was definitely well well done, sir. Thank you. Thank that you, was man. a big goal. You nailed it. So when are you getting your stomach ulcers looked at? <laughs> I mean, it came following a giant toothache, so I think I stressed myself out so much yeah. that it went into my jaw. Um, so, too much the clenching of the jaw. Mm. Yeah, that's something we don't talk about, right? When you build your audience, do you really want it? Because it's really stressful. <laughs> <laughs> there are expectations now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've you've built your audience, but are they going to come through? Right. That's right. right. That's that's the big question. Maintaining your audience is a whole other. That's a whole other topic. (laughs) Just because you have 100 people that all like your stuff doesn't mean that you're going to, you know, have 100 people that are going to buy your stuff. Exactly. Well, and there's a difference between building your audience and making something for that audience. (laughs) That's true. You don't, you know, let's say you're going for. 
furry stoners and then you build a fucking child children's book they're probably not gonna buy it so if you do build an audience if there's an no, animal in it know, i don't know about that if there's an animal Unfortunately. I, I, I mean stoners aren't particularly picky you know some some bright. of us are bro the, it's so much easier to read man <laughs> the colors right, are really right bright down to their level <laughs> no. I, mean, I like that comes... the word bubbles are real big. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what Chuck is saying is really important, you know, especially when you look at me, right? I'm, I'm known for Okay, pride. everyone look at Travis. I'm known make for it, Make him big, Greg. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, when I have a big audience like a, a Kickstarter that's, you know, as big as it is, do, what kind of work can I do to capitalize on that audience, right? I can't assume they're going to come to broke down and uh, voodoo nations. And statistically we've seen that, you know, especially catalyst comics going back to them. They, uh, you know, they have different audiences. They have a horror, they have a, they have a superhero and like building, figuring out where that audience is. There's certain people who come and back anything I do, but that's not necessarily. So I right, do, I want to cater to that audience. And if I do, what kind of books do I need to make? Right. Do I, do I struggle and focus on my crime? Do I make a crime Cthulhu book? What, what do I make to, to target and get that audience? Cthulhu well, solves a crime. And, and that's a really good point because, like, you know, on uh, on Bilal 2, we had uh, 270 some odd backers, which was absolutely phenomenal. But then you look at Essence House, which might break 100 when it's all said and done. It's because they're two very different stories with two very different audiences, mm -hmm. and they're also two different mediums, you know. So, um, you have to understand that. Um, so you know, sometimes it means growing that audience, building outside of it. There's certainly on the Venn diagram that is your, uh, your, your total audience, there will be some overlap, and there will be some of those people in the middle, but. Not that much. So you need to sometimes, you know, understand that like with with Travis, he needs to build on that uh, that crime family, you know, like the crime book uh, audience. And then when he moves on to do something like Food Nations, it's like, OK, cool. That's a different thing. I need to lean into a different side of my audience and build that different side of my audience. And the idea is, is hopefully as you build those different audiences, the center of that venn diagram becomes bigger and bigger there becomes more and more people who just like what you do right and that's something that we found even with um with our variant covers variant covers were huge for us on belial too and what was great was that the different talent that we brought in also could help to bring their own audience. We had certain guys who just did a fantastic job because they were super excited to be part of the project and you saw their audience come with them. So, you know, certainly adding other people to your projects and um, networking with, uh, with other creators is huge. I had a client today, a good buddy of mine messaged me and he's just like, hey, my artist is, uh, has started working on a second, uh, on a variant cover for our comic. He's like, I don't know this stuff that well. Is it a good idea to have my own artist do our variant cover? And I was like, um, I mean, it, it looks nice enough, but yeah, I wouldn't suggest it. I don't think it's a great idea. Variant covers are definitely, you know, like you can, but you don't want two covers by the same guy. If you have a chance 
to bring in another artist and bring their audience to you and show yourself uh, your stuff off to them and also level up what you're doing. You know, I mean, being able to to spend a little bit of money and maybe afford an, an artist that you normally couldn't uh, spend to to do interiors. Like, let's say their interiors are a hundred, two hundred dollars a page, and you're like, I can't do that. But it's worth dropping, say, four hundred bucks on a one time purchase of a uh, of a cover that could bring their people over there and and also show your audience that maybe you're you're playing in a bigger pond than they assume. So there's all sorts of different ways you can do it, and those are a couple. Thank you. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I was going to mention that too, was networking and um, not being afraid to reach out to people, talk to people and, and just be a, as, as best as you can, a, a social person. You know, I, I honestly, I am a very introverted person, but a few years ago I decided, Hey, I, I got to step up my game and actually talk to people if I want to make it anywhere. And, and the moment I did that, you know, it was a, it was an upward slope of progress and it's amazing how quickly that can help you. No, I just like to sit in my room and draw. That's, that's what I want to do every day. See, and then Aaron's like, hey, come do this podcast. I'm like, nah. That's, that's right. If you're, if you're going to be like Matt, get an Aaron. That's that's yeah. really what it is. That's really, I hate to say it. It's so true, though. But you know, have to yeah. find that, that we sit there and counter each other's you know, weak exactly. spots. And that's what you need. You need that other person to help do that Whoa. kind of stuff. Yeah, everybody just like stop. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> somebody read this? Yeah, Aaron can read it. Uh, go get my glasses. I, I could break this it. Marvel DC addiction. Go ahead. I have maybe I could chase the million indies, but uh, okay, I can't. There's not enough punctuation. I'm sorry. <laughs> but as I kind of have to pick you and choose favorites, I back Belial and Cthulhu invades Oz, but I'm still learning about most of the rest of you. Trisha suggested checking out Voodoo Nation because of Travis's coffee chats. Mm. That's okay. just straight up well, and that and that's how you build an audience. You know, that's Coffee. you know, and that's passing an audience too, right? Chuck and I are friends and we support each other. So I'll support his projects and he normally supports mm -hmm. mine. I support the catalyst book. You know, every time there's a catalyst campaign on, I'm gonna jump on their lives, I'm gonna help them, and I'm gonna hopefully bring my audience over. You know, we, in fact, during the end of their campaign, we jumped on my live instead I of their live because they've been hitting their lives. Uh, for a long time, so we jumped onto mine to help get their get my audience to resonate with them. You know, it's it's part of the part of the strategy of building these things up. You know, if I could start over, you know, I'd really encourage people to stay in your lane. You know, stay whatever you want to do, stay there for a little bit before you move on. Because get known as I'm I'm gonna bat I'm gonna bat against that. Um, but <laughs> you'd you know, be wrong, think... but continue. <laughs> so far, considering our horror books done better than the superhero book did, um, I, I don't, I don't that's encourage people to stay right. in one lane because, like we just said earlier, you want that group of people that's going to support you for who you are as well. Um, and I mean, you even see that across some of the other things you do with Cthulhu Invades Oz and Voodoo Nations, and I, it's it's more about building that core base. Uh, there is a different audience we've noticed between uh, Welcome to Everville and people that back tilt. But there's still that super backer group that's always there. And uh, growing that, I think, is the more important part um, rather than just, you know, staying in your own lane, which for some people, they probably should. Uh, for us, I think we we maybe pump out a little bit quicker than than a few other people that are sure. trying to build audiences. 
Um, so I don't know. There's there's a lot of variables to that. But here's where I differ. It's if you're you you could be known for a crime guy. Let's use crime as an example. Then you can write other stuff eventually. But you should be known for something first, not for the guy who just puts out random stuff. Like no, be known for something before you switch to something else. It's kind of more my and finish. I see that. And finish. You know, finish something. So okay. So here's the thing. Fucking me and Aaron man. are not trying. No. No. So me. So me and Aaron. So we just went viral. No. So look. Look. Here's the thing. That's my only fans. This is where this is where me and Aaron keep having these these conversations, right? Because people are thinking that we're trying to be something different. I'm guessing. As opposed to like, we're not trying to get known for our own separate. We're trying to get known as a company. I think that's our different it take is very, on it. You it know is I'm, a very I, different like, thing too. It's not so much like I want to be known for Everville. I want to be known for Catalyst Comics Studio. Right. Sure. That's the, that's the only difference. I think that's why we're on a different page as opposed to being a single. If I was a single creator, yes, I, I get what you're saying. And I would want to stay on a book for five, six issues, make myself known cement myself into it and then say okay let me keep doing they people are liking how i draw horror books or liking how i draw this let me stay in that for a little while longer maybe do another six books and then jump into a different genre right but sure. as opposed to like what me and aaron are doing is it's just completely like we're just putting books out there and seeing what people like and those other creators are getting to cement themselves in there and see how they people take to them making those books. See, I, I think my biggest thing is that most advice is very, uh, very unilateral to who it works for. Like, like some people, this works, some people, this works. And it's good to know the various advice, try them out and see which one works for you. Like there's stuff that works incredibly well for me that wouldn't work for most people. And there's stuff that works incredibly well for a lot of other people that doesn't work well for me. And it's like, that's like, um, uh, one of my favorite books, little 54 page book, uh, managing oneself. And it's all about learning the fact that we all learn differently. And like some people read books, some people listen to audio books, some people need an online course. It's the same with whatever it is. If you're doing art, maybe, maybe you do need to taste 20 different things at the same time, or maybe you need to hyper-focus on one thing. You just got to figure out how you work and then jump whatever, <laughs> yeah it's like yeah. it's like having yeah. teachers yeah uh yeah. different yeah. teachers can can you know like especially with art I, it's the same way for me i know we're talking about something completely different but it's it's one of those things where with with certain teachers and you're seeing them as an artist they sometimes it just doesn't click with that teacher and how they say it and it it'll take somebody saying the exact same thing in a different way that clicks and it's the same thing kind of with information of you know, like Travis's advice, like somebody else might say it and I'll be like, yeah, that was right. And Travis is like, I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's going to get mad and then we're going to fight again. <laughs> I think it, you guys kind of boiling it down to, <clears throat> excuse me, to uh, essentially kind of like knowing yourself, whether you're, you know, you sit there for six issues working on one thing or you're doing one issue of 20 different things. Like, I think the biggest goal is just to get to know who you are and get to know like the books you put out and and really communicate that to your to the people you share it with and, and, and grow a beard. 
<laughs> you know, honestly, I was noticing everyone here. I'm sorry, Kat. You, you just. <laughs> I, I'll work. I'll work on it. I'll see what I can do. And Greg, I'm leaving you out on purpose because we had that discussion last night. <laughs> well, but yeah, no, it's like just getting comfortable you guys with doing yourself, last you know? night. Well, okay, <laughs> that was after hours. Chuck. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, just getting to know yourself, I think, is a big thing because you know they weren't I rubbing think, beards, Chuck. I mean, that's a very valid point. <laughs> that, water, yeah. that Flint water, Michigan, tastes good, doesn't it? Oh, that's it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> good. So, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go fill up right now. <laughs> so I want to jump back brown, to the world. Drink it down. If it's black, send it back. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> So Travis, what what has been your biggest thing for helping you build the audience? What is what is the one thing that you've done? Is there one is there one thing or is it a culmination of everything that you've done so far? Uh no, no, it's it's a it's a few separate things. Uh it's being strategic and uh knowing who to partner with and when to partner with. You know, uh every time much like Chuck said, every time I do a new campaign I make sure that I have a new variant cover from a new artist who I know is going to share it out, who's going to help build that audience, who's going to get that some new eyes on. Mm -hmm. Every time I, you know, partner with somebody, I make sure that I that I'm helping them grow and they grow, help me grow. Like it's it's partnership. You know, uh, for instance, look at what we did with the pit, right? Brand new comic. Ryan didn't really have a great social media presence, but because I was part of it, because you did a cover map. You know, it helped him get over some of that hump. And then yeah, we're like, yeah. well, the Catalyst guys are backing it. Travis is backing it. You know, clearly I'm missing something if I don't back it. Mm -hmm. No different than what Trish is saying here. You follow Chuck. Chuck, Chuck referred Travis. Travis is now referring Catalyst. Uh, Chuck is referring Catalyst, you know. Uh, how do you build oh, oh, Travis isn't referring Catalyst. Just Chuck's referring Catalyst. That's that's what I said, yes. Yes, that you're is doing, what you said. You're, you're doing you. barb's tails. I thought Rob Anderson was doing that. I'm very concerned about these barb tails. Barb's tail? What is that? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't I don't get the reference. <laughs> it was really for Chuck and then he covered his mouth so I can't see him laugh. So He's laugh. smiling. Oh. <laughs> Um, I also refer to uh, Catalyst. They will put blood on your book for hours. It may smear, but it does not matter because it's cool as shit. Yeah, it feels pretty cool, too. <laughs> um, yep. But uh, the other thing that's growing your growth is making sure you have an email list that you're interacting with on a regular basis. I know people say that, and they're like, I don't need any emails. But if every time I went to my email list, I sold them something, they would unsubscribe. So I don't. What I do is I have them part of the process. Show them what I'm working on, building on that. And then when it's time to sell, I try to sell. I build that can, continuing on and can continue to build that relationship with them. Plus, like, email has been around forever. And, like, a social media platform could just go away one day. Like, Instagram shut down for, like, a few hours, like, in the summer, this well, summer, or, like, last year. And, like, people are losing their minds. The bigger thing is when you've trained, so everybody else, but not you, has trained someone if they get an email and there's something to buy, to buy it. Your email has taught you a bill has come. I have to pay this bill. You know, so when you post a Kickstarter, you they're already minds wired when they get that email. They're more likely to back from your email than from that Facebook share. It's not that Facebook shares don't work. It's just more likely to work from the email. Yeah, like that, that's like the general marketing rule is that 
you know, the, what's it called? The mailing list is like the most valuable thing of a company. Like even when Instagram sold the Facebook, Facebook could have easily recreated Instagram. And that's very evident in the fact that Instagram has recreated all the stuff from TikTok, all the stuff from Snapchat. They could have easily made the software. It was the email list that Instagram had acquired, like the, the user base that made it valuable. That's actually what made the company worth anything, right? So if, if you're, if you're you know, offering something like that, like if you're in the artist world, basically it's your artistry and your mailing list. It's your, your fandom. And so like, that's super important to, to build that up. And like Greg was saying, you want, you want to be on all these platforms because uh, what, what's his face? Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk says, use the 80 20 principle. Yeah, he, he says, use the 80 20 principle. Just go ahead and <laughs> mute him. <laughs> how, many times, how many times are they going to mention his name? <laughs> I'm sorry, did Gary V say something that everybody else always says? He just said it a little bit louder so people finally listen to it and throws in some cuss words to make him edgy. No, no, this is actually something I've never heard somebody else mention. He, he talks about using the 80 20 principle for social media platforms in the method of going, okay, test all the platforms, whichever one you seem to be working well with and you seem to be getting responsive with, spend 80% of your time on that one or maybe two platforms, but always spend at least 20% of your, percent of your time on all of the other platforms, even the ones that don't seem like they're in your realm because you don't know if those might be the next big thing and if your big thing might crash, right? If Instagram goes down, what happens? How do you get a hold of your fans, right? Like Twitter. Shift <laughs> 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 over. Oh, but uh, nobody pays for my fan fan only, even though I keep uploading pictures. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing it for yourself. It's empowerment. 